Welcome to the I Am African podcast, where excellence isn't just inspired, but demanded. I believe in asking the difficult questions, starting the uncomfortable conversations, proposing outside-the-box solutions, and of course, shaking tables. No, breaking tables, all while being African. I am your host, Vera Ezimora. Hey everyone, this is episode 13 of the I Am African podcast. Usually I would start by asking you how you are, by giving shout outs to cities, reading a review from Apple Podcasts, but I don't feel like doing any of that today. It's been a fucked up week. It's been a fucked up few months. And in fact, for our African-American brothers and sisters, it's been fucked up for decades, for generations. This morning, I saw a video. I haven't shared that video yet. It was of two black men uh, screaming, not necessarily at each other, but they were talking about how long this has been going on. One of the men was 45, the other one was 31, and then there was a 16-year-old. And the point is, all three of them are experiencing the same thing, you know? The youngest one at 16, he's out on the street protesting now. The 31-year-old, the 45-year-old. So this is not a new thing, going out to protest the killing of an unarmed black person. It's not new. But then you wonder, well, how long is this going to last? What is it going to take? They talk about justice. What does that mean exactly? And justice for whom? Justice for some isn't justice for all. They say it's justice for all, but is it really? Well, that's a rhetorical question. Obviously, it's not. But this episode is especially for my African brothers and sisters. As Africans... First of all, let me let me start there. As African people, we can never, I mean never, ever, ever have the complete black perspective, as in black American perspective. We'll never have that complete perspective. Why? Because none of us came from a place where we had grandmas or grandpas or great-grandparents telling us about when they picked cotton or when they were raped or brutalized nobody told us that oh your grandfather was killed by lynching by white people just because he was black not because he committed a crime nothing no he was black no we didn't have those stories i don't even remember what i knew about slavery in nigeria if anything like i don't recall if it was taught to us it was in passing it was like you know one of those things that happened in america a long long time ago things are good now but they're not the legal slavery is over. You can't legally own a person. But black people are still enslaved. And you do not make any mistake about it. Black people in America are still enslaved. Financially, they're enslaved. <laughs> Mentally, they're enslaved. Of course they are. You say, yeah, okay, you're free from slavery, but we're going to kill you. When we want, how we want, for whatever reason we want. As African people, we do not have this perspective. 
So when you come in here, in America, I mean, and you hear the African-Americans talking about the white man or what the white people have done to hold them down. I know it's used for comedic purposes these days when you say, oh, the white man's trying to hold me down. Yeah, it's used for comedic relief sometimes. But for just about every African-American, that is their truth. If you're white and you go out, have you seen the videos of white people yelling at police? And I'm not even talking about just raising their voice. I mean yelling, cussing, nothing happens to them. Oh, who doesn't remember Dylan Roof who went to a church in South America? not South America, South Carolina, where he murdered black people minding their business in their church. And what happened when they arrested him? They took him to Burger King very peacefully because, you know, he was hungry. Yeah, I know you killed a bunch of innocent people, but they were black. We don't have the perspective of the black American people. Just like they don't have our perspective. You cannot expect an African-American to understand exactly where you're coming from when you talk about something like tribal wars or differences in Nigeria. I get it because I'm Nigerian. I get it. You wouldn't expect an African-American person to get it. They don't have that. In the same breath, you don't completely understand how African-Americans feel. But what you do need to understand and acknowledge that is that in this war, of racism in America. You are black. Some of you are putting up statuses about this racism thing and you're praying for them, you know, the people it actually affects because you think that you're not a part of this thing. You are. If you get pulled over by a dirty cop, nobody is, the cop is not going to ask you, well, is your black, the black black in America or are you African black? They're not going to ask you that. We are in very difficult times. Everybody, the whole world is trying to figure out this whole COVID-19 thing. What's going on? Where's the what does the future look like? I read an article the other day that said traveling, international traveling will not return to normal. And I'm putting normal in air quotes, normal until 2023. We're in 2020. So where are we going? We're all confused about COVID-19. People have lost jobs. They've lost their homes. They've lost a lot. In the middle of all that, black people still have to fight racism. Only in the past few weeks, we've had to deal with Ahmad Arbery, who was chased down and gunned down by a father and son. For what? For what? He was in a building that was under construction. So fucking What? When did that become a crime? Even if he went, were he still? Even if he went in there and he stole uh, supplies, then what? So we're still dealing with that. Then there was Breonna Taylor, who was minding her business in the house, and the cops stormed it and killed her, and they weren't even supposed to be there. We're still dealing with that. Then there was Karen from Central Park, Amy Cooper, who called 911 to report that an African-American man was threatening her life, even though she knew that was not the case. But she was very much aware of her privilege. As a white woman, 
She knew what it meant to call 911 and say that an African-American man was threatening her life. So what if he didn't have it on video? Then where would we be now? What if the cops came with their guns pulled out? What if they fired before they asked questions? Then what? Where are we going to be now? Next thing, they'll pull up his record and be like, well, he did this 25 years ago, he did that. Or he resisted or whatever story they're going to come up with. So we're still mad about that. Then we have George Floyd because, you know, it's not bad enough. George Floyd. That cop had his knee in his neck for almost 10 minutes. For what? What could he have possibly done to deserve that? What could he have done? So we're angry. Yes, we're angry. If you're not angry, you're racist. For African people who are out there putting up statuses about uh, our African-American brothers and we're sorry to them, you guys are being very ignorant. Stop feeling sorry for them. Feel sorry for yourself because you are one of them. You may not have the black perspective, but believe me, you are black. As long as you are in America, your ass is black. Nobody cares about the history of your blackness. Nobody cares if you have an accent. Nobody cares if you're culturally different from African Americans. You are black. Some of you are raising black children. I'm raising the black child. If you're raising the black boy, even worse. You're raising black boys. What, what, what do you think you're raising? I'll tell you what you're raising. Niggers. You're raising a bunch of niggers in America. You don't need to call them niggers. That's what they call them. That's what they see them as. A bunch of niggers. It doesn't matter how you raise your children. It doesn't matter if they sleep in church. It doesn't matter if they are pastors. It doesn't matter if they have great jobs, great credit, no criminal history. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they say please and thank you, sir. It doesn't matter. If they are compliant, it doesn't matter. If they raise their hands, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. To that cop who has it out or whoever it is, whatever person it is who has it out for black people, none of it makes a difference. It is our responsibility as parents to teach our children. Yes, I will have to have that conversation with my child. Not just about cops, but just about life. There's a lot you have to talk to your children about. I would have to have that conversation with my child eventually. But you have to understand that at the end of the day, nothing, absolutely nothing guarantees anything. You know what will guarantee that most likely that they do not suffer in the hands of police? I'll tell you what will guarantee it if they are not black. So unless you're giving birth to non-black children and if your children are mixed, their asses are still black. As long as they have a drop of black blood in them, they are black. So basically, you don't get to win. There's no situation in which you get to win. And I need you to understand that and process it. And know that this problem is not a black American problem. It's not an African American problem. It's not something that the Africans don't have to be a part of. I'm not going to criticize this so-called armchair activist, as we call them, you say, oh, you, you, we need boots on the ground and you're just at your computer. I'm not going to criticize them because you know what? Everybody can't be out there at the same time. But do what you can. 
you can be a part of this fight virtually. Whether it's the messages you're tweeting out or the content you're creating, whatever you can, spread the word. If people did not record this thing, if someone wasn't recording, if people weren't sharing on social media, we wouldn't know. It's not that racism is worse today. It's not that uh, cops have suddenly become way more confident in doing the things they're doing. No, it's not that. It's that they're just being recorded now. It's that there's technology. It's that news gets shared at the speed of light. We don't have to sit in front of our TV and depend on CNN to tell us what's going on. Now, we have citizens out there who are recording and sharing them. You can see it. In fact, you can see it live. You don't even have to wait for them to process it and up upload it. No, you can see it live. People are streaming live. You can do that. As an African person, that's an option for you. Even if you can't do virtually, you can't have boots on the ground. You can join the fight in other ways. You can assist financially. There are people donating money because as the police are arresting all these protesters, there are people donating money for bail. You can do that. You can assist legally. Maybe you're a lawyer. You know the law. You know how you can do that. Maybe you're a doctor. You can treat wounded people. Trust and believe there are ways more than one that you can assist, that you can join the fight. Another things that Africans can do. Stop saying you understand. No, you don't understand. There are only two ways that you can understand this. One is that you have the black perspective, which is impossible because you're African. You can only have some of it. You can't have all of it. Secondly, is if your person was killed for being black, then you can understand it. If none of this apply to you, you don't understand it. This isn't just for racism or police brutality. This is everything in life. Every single thing. You can only understand what certain things feel like when you've been a part of it. Otherwise, you're empathizing. You're trying to understand. You can't know what it feels like. Stop saying, I understand and I know what you're going to. No, you don't. No, you really don't. Stop saying that. Stop saying that this isn't your fight. Let me tell you what that sounds like. It sounds like when a ship is sinking and there's one group on one end of the ship, say in this case, African-Americans, and then on the other end of the ship, you have the Africans. And the side of the ship that is sinking right now is where the African-Americans are. And because that's where the hole in the ship is. That's where the water is coming in. And the Africans are over there on the other side of the ship saying, Ah, thank God it's not on our side. Thank God it's those people. Those people that their ship is sinking. You are on the same fucking ship. When it goes down, we all go down. Some may go down first, but we all go and go down. It's the same thing as a plane crashing, boo. First class or business class, you're all crashing. Stop saying it's not your fight. It is your fight. Stop thinking that your children are exempted. I already told you, you're raising niggas. Understand that. You can plead the blood of Jesus on them all you want. You can take them to church all you want. They are still black people in America. 
Stop questioning why people are looting and why they're rioting and why they're burning things down. What you need to question is the racism, generations of racism and the system that makes it okay for a black man to be murdered in daylight on the street by the cop who was sworn to protect and serve that's what you need to ask why that is okay why people have to riot before the cop is arrested why the other cops are not arrested that's what you need to ask you do not get to oppress people for generations and then also get to decide how they react enough is enough what is it going to take and while we're on the subject, talking about the looting and the burning, please stop hashtagging peaceful protest. What has that gotten you? Hmm? How many years? Is that not what MLK was about? Peace. But black people are still dying, aren't they? They're still being killed by cops. They're less black people than white people. But the jails are populated with black people. How is that? We're the only ones committing crimes in America. Hmm? The white people, they, they don't do it. Only us. Right. Those are the questions you need to ask. Instead of hashtagging peaceful protests, what you need to hashtag is no justice, no peace. Stop, stop saying shit that sounds like you're aware and, and you're woke. You know, only to counter it by saying but... Don't. Once you put a but in the sentence, everything you've mentioned prior doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I know George Floyd was killed, but no, no, no. Just stop yourself right there. If you're thinking about, don't even complete it. Keep your words to yourself. Nobody needs to hear it. And if you're African and you don't even live in America or worse, you don't even live in a place where there's racism against black people. For example, you live in Nigeria. Just shut the fuck up. Please. Unless you want to come out and say something that is in support of the black people. If you're coming out to say Akata people or these black people safe or just listen to the poll. Just shut the fuck up. Nobody needs to hear your thoughts. Keep them to yourself. There are enough problems where you are. Focus on those. And while we're on the subject of black people or African-American people, stop calling them Akata. Those of us who are raising children in America, we don't know if our children will ever return to Africa. I don't know if I will return to Africa, so I certainly can't tell you that my child, Adaverasi, will get up one day and move to Africa. And even if she does, it's just going to be a different fight. I always refer to that proverb that says, even a goat that does not bite... If you push it to the wall, it'll turn around and bite you. You do not get to oppress people and then expect them to protest peacefully. What is peaceful about this situation? Tell me what is peaceful about this situation. You are killing people, taking people away from their family. Your death is final. There is no amount of sorry, no amount of jail time. Even if they arrest those cops and they put them all in jail for life or they, they even sentence them to, to death. Guess what? George Floyd is still not coming back. He's taken away all for what? For what? Because he was black. That was his real offense. Some of us are more woke than others.
Some of us are more aware than others. But you don't get a pass. You do not get to live on American soil and be ignorant of the problems that the people who look like you, the people who are you, they are us. They are having problems. You do not get a pass for not knowing that. While you sit on your high African horse, remember that you're only here because the black people that went ahead of you fought for you to be here. Or tell me if slavery was still legal in America. Tell me which one of you would be getting on the plane and flying to America to do what? Tell me. You are here because some people have paid the ultimate price for you to be here. And we owe them, at the very least, we owe African Americans our gratitude and our loyalty at the very least. When they suffer, we suffer. It's not us standing in solidarity with them. It's us recognizing that we are them. They are us and we are them. You may not know how to eat mac and cheese. And they may not eat okra soup. But trust and believe. That the bullet that is being thrown out there. The bullet that is being shot at black people. You could be one of the recipients. If you think for a second that racists think you're different because you're African, you are deceiving yourself. You are lying to yourself. I'm sorry I couldn't be happy today. These are extraordinary times and I am angry. I am angry that unarmed black people keep getting killed with no repercussions. I'm angry because my fellow African people are out there sounding, being racist against their own people and not even knowing. I am angry. If you cannot fathom why oppressed people feel the need to burn things down, to loot and riot, if you cannot fathom that, please Google African-American history. Make at least one African-American friend. Ask them how they really feel. Nobody in their right mind. All things being considered nobody wants violence we could all get together and sing fucking kumbaya that's what we could do that would be nice but that is not the reality of the situation i'll talk to you next week the i am african podcast is powered by verastic thank you for letting me be in your ears today if you have not yet please subscribe review and share this podcast do you know any remarkable Africans who should be on the show? People who have compelling stories or maybe you just have a show idea? Please send any show and guest suggestions to iamafrican at verastic.com. That's iamafrican at verastic.com. Follow I Am African podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can find me too at Verastic on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Once again, I am your host, Vera Ezimor. Thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>